Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Excellent. Looks like we're here. Y'all ready? Hip openers sound like a good plan for, for Friday? Let's do this. We're going to start in seated straddle, which is not always the easiest pose to start in. If you have a a thin block or you have a blanket or you have a pillow. I'm going to grab a pillow. I'm going to pretend like I'm at home. Um, if you have something to sit on, it can be helpful. I'm going to sit sideways just to, to illustrate this a, a little better. For some of us, when we go to sit in a straddle, this is a good thing to know about yourself. Uh, there's, there's a lot of good things to know about yourself. Uh, when you sit down and take the legs out into just, just right now, like the loose approximation of your straddle, uh, do you tend to sit behind your sitting bones. There's no judgment here, but you may, uh, we, we fall into different categories. We sit behind or we kind of sit ahead or like maybe you're perfect and you sit directly up and you feel your sitting bones is like plugged in and your spine straight up and you have great uh, straddle arrangement naturally in your body. It, it's, again, it says nothing about you as a human being. But for those of us that sit a little behind the sitting bones that feel that our low back is rounded out, you want to pop your hips up on something that will, will tip you forward a little bit uh, up to vertical is where we're looking for. And if you tend to pitch forward, right, uh, the kind of the, the falling into the toes, the falling into the body, flex your feet really strongly. Uh, you probably don't need to sit on something. It won't hurt you to sit on something. But so two things going on. If you're sitting in a straddle uh, and you feel like you're kind of slumping back or you feel like it's hard to bend forward in the straddle, right, like this, sit up on something. And if you feel like you kind of already are coming forward, flex your feet right, so that you get vertical. We're going to take hands to legs and just pause. I'm going to be quiet. You're going to find your sitting bones, your spine, sacrum, to low back, rib cage, neck, back of your head. That that line from the sitting bones to the top of the head feels vertical and, and easily so. If it feels like a chore, feels like a struggle to sit up straight, good time to play with elevating the hips even more. Breathe in, lift your chest. When you breathe out, you're going to walk your fingertips forward on the floor or on blocks. If it's tough to walk forward, and this is not like super easy pose, a uh, little side to side of the rib cage as we go. We're just going to breathe and move laterally. Take this two more rounds through. Just as far as your ribs will go, side to side, and going from one leg to the other, if that's possible. Then we'll come back to center line. You're going to treat this a lot like a halfway lift. Pull your hands into the floor. Pull your heart forward, your spine in. Good. Walk your hands over to the left. Keep that idea of heart forward, spine in. We're going to be inside the left leg. Just or one hand outside, one hand inside, but you're pulling the chest forward and up, getting the, the half lift action. 
and then you're gonna walk the hands back forward, get to the center line again, do the, the hands pull back, heart pulls forward, and then walk the hands over to the right. The same thing here, hands pull into the mat, heart pulls forward and up. You might be on the floor, might not be the mat. The hands pull back as the heart pulls forward. It's a lot like Cobra, definitely a chicken with the back of your neck. Be sure you're not jutting the chin forward. I was there just a moment. And then back to center one more time in that, pulling the hands back. And, and it will be kind of natural for us to try to jut the chin forward or to, to look forward. Notice what happens to the back of your neck when you do that. We don't want it back of the neck long, heart forward rather than chin or nose. Walk your fingertips back in toward you. We're gonna cross the legs right in front of the left. See if you can do that without using your hands to, uh, to get there. Then fingertips down to the floor. Same thing, a little rock side side. And then undo that, come to center, draw your heart forward, up, and back into boat. Now, this may be a good time to get off your blockery pillow. Spine in, heart up, breath in. And then breath out, left leg in front of the right. Pick up your hips from boat. It's good to, uh, to lift your hips, slide them back. It's like the momentary low loss in the pose uh, that allows you to then hinge forward a little easier. This may be a good time that you want to put the, the block or the pillow back underneath if you felt like that was good the first time. Little side to side, rocking for one more breath. And you get back to center. You can use your hands in the mat, draw spine in, heart forward. Check in with the back of your neck when you do that, lengthen it out. You're just conscious of what's going on in the back of your neck all the time. And uh, that, that whole tech neck thing is real. We don't need it in our lives any more than it already is. We're gonna lift the heart up and forward and then back in the boat. Take your hands to the back of your head. Take the back of the head back into the hands. Here, your gaze is gonna be up at the diagonal. You're at the diagonal. Your gaze is gonna be there too. Uh, it won't be up the ceiling that'll be creating the neck, but it won't be down either. So find that point where the back of your neck is long. And then we'll get out of here, crossing the feet at the ankle, hands to the mat, step back to down dog. A few moments to move around, do the, the wiggles. Then you get into a down dog. And that's, that's uh, something that yoga teachers notice is that the, the pedaling back and forth in down dog is a really good thing to do in the, in the beginning or when you when we're, we're working with the idea of, of movement and we're paying attention but it also can become the the default come here and, and just kind of move the legs around if we do that we're going to miss the leg strengthening and the leg opening of down dog and to be honest most of us kind of do the pedaling out uh, to avoid the, the uh, getting in there not consciously, just our body's smart, man. You're going to bend your knees to whatever way you need to in order for your spine to draw in. So take a moment and straighten your legs. Straighten them all the way. And note what's going on in your spine when you do that. Now, just like in the straddle, for some of us, we may be perfectly aligned. We don't feel like our upper back or lower back is rounding in any way and uh, just, just feels just pleasant and nice. 
totally cool. If you've uh, got that and you can draw your sternum lightly forward toward your thumbs, back of your head in line with your arms and the straight legs are working for you, stay. Otherwise, soft bend in your knees until you feel your spine draw. You won't be wrong ever to bend the knees, uh, but feel the spine draw into the body rather than rounding out. So this is you getting to know you. And, and feel its natural curve. So you've got the sacrum that slightly curves out, the low back that curves in, support that with your abdominals. Your rib cage gently curves out, but we're going to add a lengthening here of your sternum, your heart toward your hands, so that your head comes up into alignment and your ears line up between your biceps, thereabouts. When you feel like your spine is in good alignment, the sacrum, the rib cage, the back of the head on one line, like you had a surfboard strapped to you, that's the right place to be in for your spine. Whatever degree of knee bend you need right now, today, and then as we move through the day, like you do that amount of knee bend to get the spine in line. You know, look forward, walk forward, take ragdoll, and sway side to side. Just get get in there. So ragdoll's another pose like this. So in the beginning, yeah, do a little movement. Get get in there, just kind of intentionally move around. Then come back to center and it's an asana, it's a pose. So we stay still in it, right? So we take our seat, we arrive. So you've got feet about shoulder to mat distance apart. Your arms wrap around each other or they could wedge between your body and your legs. So you rest on your forearms, on your thighs. Uh, regardless of, of where your arms are, you want your upper and lower body coming together in ragdoll. So you think about Raggedy Ann and Andy, they had that, the legs are just like seam stitched and you could fold them, just fold the legs in. That's what we're, what we're doing with the torso and the, and the legs here. Again, you find the degree of bend in your knees that you need to be able to do this and to stay. If you find yourself mindlessly wiggling around side to side, probably a sign that your body doesn't like the pose shape that you've chosen for it. So you, Instead of avoiding that pose shape by kind of moving in and out of it with the, the sways, find one that works because sustained stretch is what's going to build flexibility. Right? There's, there's reasons to move our body, but if you want to build flexibility, you're going to need to stay in a pose, in a shape, breathe into it, let the tension release over time. Right? Now, if you're not interested in developing flexibility, totally cool. Uh, you, you don't necessarily need to be here for that. And the other thing is if you're here to kind of bring some self-regulation to your body and mind, just knowing what you're doing, why you're doing it. And establishing postures that you can feel something going on and that you stay with that feeling, observe it, change it if it needs to change. There's a difference between making a change and avoiding. And if, if any of us 
learn that from the practice. That'd be worth it right there. Release hands to mat, walk feet together. Press your feet down. Keep a soft bend in your knees to use the leg power coming up to standing. Mountain pose. Squeeze your legs straight. When you're standing up, that's a good time to straighten your legs, straighten your arms. Everything joins the party in this reaching of the body. Then exhale. Give again a bend to the knees as you bow. Chest comes to thighs. Thighs come to chest. As much knee bend as you need for that. Then halfway lift. Hands up the shin bones. Come to the place where you feel your mid-back and your abdominals work to support spine in the half lift. And then bow again, chest to thighs. And you bend your knees whatever degree you need to, to be able to, to bring chest and thighs together, head released. One more like that. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up. Squeeze the legs straight. Squeeze the arms straight. Reach long when you stand up. And then a little softness in the knee that cushioning of the of the fold really appropriate for all of our low backs then keep the knees bent to whatever degree you need to in order bring your spine parallel to the floor coming up high enough to feel abdominals and mid-back working keep that we're going to bring hands to the mat step back to a high plank pause in high plank now is the time to straighten your legs and straighten your arms like for all it's worth breathe in here draw your heart forward back of the head up then breathe out, go to down dog, bending your knees a bit in the transition. Stay for the exhale. It's complete. You're stretching long through the body, dropping your heels down and back. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. And halfway lift, coming up high enough to feel abdominals and mid-back. Bend your knees enough to get that support with your hands on your legs. And then bow forward, breathe out. Chest to thighs, thighs to chest, whatever degree of bend you need for that. Press your feet down, up to standing. When you get upright, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your toes and fingers. And then exhale, bow forward. Chest to thighs, thighs to chest, whatever it takes there. Breathe in, lift halfway. In this pose, we're trying to get our spine into parallel with the floor. Whatever degree of knee bend you need to do that, do that. Feel the mid-back work. Plant your hands. Step back to a high plank. This is the time. Squeeze the legs straight. Squeeze the arms straight. Breathe in here. We're going to transition this to upward-facing dog. Press your hands down. Press your feet down. You might lift your knees. You might keep them down. Totally cool. Legs are squeezed tight. Press your hands down to go back down dog. Complete the exhale here in the down dog pose. Half a breath. You can maintain it. You can work into it. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Use your hands to support. Arms support this uh, extension of the spine as much as you can to get the upper back and the, calf, the abdominals working. Curl in. Chest to thighs. Thighs to chest. Keep the knees soft. Press your feet down. Work the floor. When you get to standing, squeeze your legs straight. Squeeze the arms straight. Fan your fingers. Fan your toes. Exhale. Bow forward. Send the hips back. Chest to thighs. Abdominals in. Let your head drop. Press your feet down. Soft bend in the knees or a lot of bend in the knees. Halfway lift. Flat back. Press the hands back. The heart forward. 
Plant your hands. Step back to a high plank. Legs straight here. Bend your elbows, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. The arms straight as you can. The legs as tight as you can. And press back to down dog. Here's the place to bend the knees and focus on the spinal extension. Breath in. And breath out. That was great. You know, lift your heels high as they go. Squeeze your legs tight. Quadricep muscles. Pick up the kneecap. You can actually kind of see that if you're wearing yoga pants or shorts. You can see that action. Get that. Keep that. So when we lift the heels, most of us have the ability to get rather straight in the legs or completely straight in the legs. Pull your abdominals up and in. Slide the top of your thighs back. That usually produces a, a different sensation than our usual down dog. Also gives us a chance to lengthen the spine, get a little more elongation as we send the hips higher. Press your hands down and forward. If you like a little back bend in your down dog, now's a good time to do that. Do it well supported, but you can let the, the spine up in. And then slowly soften the knees as you bring heels down toward the floor. Pull the feet back and out. Breath in. And breath out. You know, walk your feet about halfway up the mat. Do not freak out. We're going to turn to the side that you like for straddle. And take a straddle stance that's a, a little on the wide side, right? So it doesn't have to be a split. It's not a split yet. We're going to do straddle lunges. Uh, that's our, our pose focus of the day. So first thing we're going to do, you get the, uh, and, and you'll play around with this. You'll, you'll learn about your body in this. Get your body parallel to the floor. So uh, much like the halfway lift or like the plank. Actually, think about a plank from your hips. It's like, a, like the, it's an easy version of plank. Uh, well, not easy, but abdominals in, heart forward, arms straight. Your body's paralleling the floor. And if you need blocks to make that happen, put blocks under your hands. Now look at your feet. And we're going to turn toes out toward the diagonal. So if you find the corners of your mat, uh, that's usually a good, good starting point. Then we're going to start this with a little side to side. So bending one knee and then the other. And this is usually uh, quite nice if you find the right stance. Focus here on both feet staying grounded through the three points. Now, that's not always the way of a, a straddle lunge. There's plenty of variations. We're going to start with that one. And it's a good one for this movement side to side to have the feet really grounded as you're moving your body side to side. And next time you head over to the right, you're gonna walk your hands over as well. And we're gonna pause here. And you might be on fingertips, you might be on uh, blocks. You can have your right knee aligning well with your foot. It may not line up exactly with the ankle. That's fine. You're looking for it to be in the in neighborhood of stacked over the ankle. The left foot can stay pressed through all three points. You could also spin the toes up. Now, one more thing. For some of us, once we get over into the straddle lunge, the right heel wants to lift off the floor. That's okay. It's not wrong. You want to have the ball of the foot really grounded. 
and you want to have the right knee aligned well with the foot. Whatever you're doing with the left foot in that situation is really strong. If you need to lift your right heel, focus on grounding the left. So any standing pose, and this is standing pose with, with some help from the hands, uh, or you could take the hands away. Any standing pose, most important thing that's going on is what's happening at the, at the ground. Then the center, you draw your abdominals in wherever you are in this. They support to help keep from dumping weight down into the ankles and knee joints. And again, your hands can be on the floor. You can be doing that draw the heart up and forward thing we did earlier in the straddle. That's a good one. You can take the arms out and balance. Little Bruce Lee arms. One more breath where you are. And then we're going to take it back to center. Pause at center and just, you know, just renegotiate things with yourself. You're here. You've got legs, sacrum, spine, back of your head. You're in a plank-like situation. Make that plank good here. Okay, so that the, the core body is well supported. As you then bend into the left knee, walk the left, walk the hands over to the left. And a couple ways that you can be doing this. One is keeping the left heel down. Have the knee aligned well with your foot so that there's no pain in the ankle or the knee and no strain on it. The most common thing that's going to happen is the knee's going to try to pull in. That just is a sign that you want to work on your alignment and possibly not go so deep. Then uh, if your left heel wants to lift, really cool, it can lift. Even if it doesn't want to lift it, you want to lift it and just get a little uh, different action there. Totally cool to do that. But whatever you're doing with the right foot, you're making that really steady. If, uh, if you lose one point of contact, all the others work a little bit harder. So the, the right heel or the sole of the foot, press down, like dig for tomorrow. And abdominals in from your feet pressing down. Feel the, the lower abdominals pull in toward the sacrum. You can do that work with your hands on the floor on your blocks. Draw your heart up. Get a little bit of that up dog feeling. You can bring your arms up. Do fancy things. The fanciest thing of all. Scratch the dog. It's really uh, satisfying when you scratch the dog and they, they just look like they're enjoying it, like they're connoisseurs of, of ear scratching. <laughs> Might be the reason to have a dog, I don't know. Right. Press down into your feet on your inhale, come on back to center. Pause, and again, got legs, sacrum. Lower abdominals draw in, heart forward, plank-like action. And then once you feel well established there, walk your feet in toward one another. And then we'll step back to down dog. Pause here, breath in. It's a good chance you really know you have legs at this point. And just feel them. Bend the knees. Give some softness to the knees or, or a lot of bend to the knees. It doesn't matter, uh, but we'll all be a little bent so that you can send the thighs back, tops of the thighs back, and try walking your hands one hand distance forward. 
getting into a little more side body reach there. Then turn your right toes toward the diagonal. Straighten your right leg, bend your left knee, and send your right hip up. And with that more elongated down dog, you might feel this a little more. You might feel a little less. If you're feeling it less, you might just take a moment and establish, are you feeling enough? If you're feeling enough, you're feeling enough. If you uh, want to walk the hands back, see if that helps you feel more. Do that. Take it like one step and then pause and assess. Put the hands out a little longer. You're going to get a little more reach through the right side body. Put the hands in closer. You're going to get a little more purchase on the mat to send the hip back. Breath in. Breath out. And come back to your center. Feet parallel. Pause and get feel. Feel what's going on your right. That's not going on your left yet. Feel that ebb away. Bring your awareness to your spine. Bend your knees enough that your spine can take its natural curve so that your head can be in line with your arms. That you feel like your thoracic spine, the spine that runs through your rib cage, is, is drawn pleasantly in. The low back is supported with your abdominals. And we'll turn the left toes out to the diagonal. Bend the right knee a lot. Send your left hip up and back. Hip crease. Lifting up and back. The outer hip. Lifting up and back. Breathe here. Again, you can play with the, the spacing between hands and feet. So know what works for you right now today. Okay, so that's another thing that we're not going to be the same day today because we are not robots. Not yet. Your body's much more like a plant than it's like a machine. Breath in. Care for it in that way and, and train it in that way. Back to center, down dog. I mean, unless you don't take care of your plants, then don't treat your body like plants. <laughs> Many of us treat our house plants a little better than our, ourselves. Breath in, and down dog. Feel what's going on. Stay if you can. Notice any desire to wiggle, turn that into like more awareness. Look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Come on down to your back. Three options, Supta Baddha Konasana, bridge or wheel. Breathe here. Slowly make your way down from the back bend. Meet in the Suttabhadi Kanasana. Have a breath. Open your mouth and let it go. When you're ready, Shavasana, make your way there in your own time. Have a few minutes, a few moments to enjoy yourself. Deep breaths.
when you feel ready to come back, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Hold to your right side. Make our way to seated together. down through your sitting bones, lift up through the center of your chest, to the back of your head. Take a moment to have breath and to let it out completely. We'll draw hands together at heart center. Inhale, lift your sternum to your thumbs. Exhale, let the mask of your face, the shell of your upper back slide away as the heart stays lifted. And we'll bring thumbs to forehead center. Take the moment to acknowledge one another and the time that we shared. Thank you all so much for being here. That was great. Namaste. Super. Have an awesome day. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.